Hello, hello, and welcome to today's episode of Saddest Night Out. My name is Roy, and I am the host of this daily podcast, and it's primarily about music and creative culture in London. Just off the top, I have a live show coming up Tuesday, the 20th of August, at Road Trip and the Workshop on Old Street. Saddest Night Out Live, number three. It's myself with Izzy. Kin Soul and Rose White and Jack. That's Tuesday, 20th of August at Road Trip and the Workshop on Old Street. Free entry starts at 7.30. Today's episode was recorded at the Finsbury, which is a pub and live music venue in North London. I was last there for episode 123 of this podcast with Living Island Deja Vega, Club Fandango and GJ Promotions. But last night... I was there for an event celebrating the life of Elliot Smith on what would have been his 50th birthday. And on this episode, I am talking to the two people responsible for the event. They are Dan Caleb, musician based in London, who's been on the podcast before, episode 79, when I went to see Harry Quinn. And I am also talking to Rob Comber, who is behind the podcast, my favourite Elliot Smith song, and it's his first time on this podcast. So... I only found out about this event when I spoke to Rob, a.k.a. Pilgrim's Dream, who's also been on the podcast before. I really don't go a day without saying podcast about 20 times. But Rob came to my open mic on Friday when I recorded three episodes and he performed two Elliot Smith cover songs and he said he was practicing them for a show he's doing next week helmed by dan caleb i said what dan caleb's up to what now so i sent dan caleb a message he replied saying yes it is happening i asked if i could come to interview him about it he said sure come down early so that it doesn't interrupt the setting up of things etc so that's what you're going to hear i was there way before the night started about seven and i think this chat happened around half four five o'clock so we were still quite a way away from the night starting but during our chat you hear some rumblings in the background as things are still being organized so i'm very grateful to dan and rob for taking some time out of that busy period of the evening to talk to me about the event i will tell you more about my history with elliot smith after we talk to these two and i think it's fair to say they are licensed hardcore fans of Elliot Smith. So this is me talking to Dan Caleb and Rob Comber about their evening celebrating Elliot Smith. I'll catch up with you afterwards. Enjoy. We are in the live music area of the Finsbury pub and I'm here with two gentlemen who are putting on tonight's show about and for and in honour of Elliot Smith. So would you kindly introduce yourselves to the audience? I'll start with the gentleman on my left. Hey Roy, I'm uh, Dan Caleb. We obviously know each other. You interviewed me before yes. at Harry Quinn's gig, probably just over a year ago, I'd imagine. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I'm Dan Caleb. I'm a London-based uh, singer-songwriter and a massive fan of Elliot Smith, obviously. <laughs> and yeah. who are we? Who else is with us today? Hi, uh, hi, Roy. My name is Rob Comber. Um, I present a podcast called My Favorite Elliot Smith Song. Um, I am working with uh, Dan on this live event. We're hosting it together um, here in North London. So, Dan, let's start with you. Big Elliot Smith fan. Were you an Elliot Smith man before you started making music or did you discover him once you'd already started? Well, just to give a very uh, brief rundown of my musical history, I started playing music when I was like really young. 
um, but gave it up quite quickly because I really didn't enjoy it. I, I sort of did uh, piano lessons, violin and recorder. Sounded terrible. I never did any grades. Uh, then I took up the drums, um, but after a couple of years, I was about 15 years old, and I'd, I'd feel like physically sick every time I had a, a gig coming up. Um, you know, I suffered incredibly from uh, stage fright. So at that point, I said, there's no point in playing drums if I can't perform. And I gave up music entirely. Um, and then at the age of 22, um, which is when I started listening to Elliot Smith a lot, like I'd heard him before that, but I literally bought every album and was just like, wow. Um, I was also at that point given my first guitar by my brother. Um, and so it was, it was really nice to, to start writing songs and just know exactly what I wanted to, my songs to sound like because I was like this guy writes songs perfectly and uh, it's so, a blueprint to kind of use for your own songs yeah it was perfect because I feel like he was like I still feel you know all these years later that um, he perfected the art of songwriting in, in the genre that I love like, and, and you know I spent, so I spent 22 years of my life just being re really just being a listener and lover of listening to music and uh you know i i just like connected with his music so much like wow um and and so it it seems like all like really like you know appropriate that i took up music you know songwriting at that point as well was it a particular song was it the person do you remember who introduced you to elliot smith and was an instant like this is oh, it yeah, for me i remember exactly how i got into elliot smith um the first time i remember hearing him was at the cinema when i watched goodwill hunting when it came out and i remember because miss misery is the song that plays at the end of the film and i remember just thinking this is so beautiful and just not following up on it at all just, <laughs> i just i think i i you know i i loved it enough to sort of look up who it was who it was by um, but back in those days you know I, I had to uh, I had to save like a month's worth of pocket money to buy one CD uh, there was no Spotify no there wasn't <laughs> um, and so yeah it, it just wasn't really feasible for me to at the age of sort of 16, 17 to to go and buy all his albums um, so I kind of left it I think a year later I was on holiday in America and I noticed that um the people were staying with they had a copy of either or so I stuck that on listened through to it I, I basically just flipped through it to see if I could find Miss Misery and I was just really disappointed it wasn't on there um, so it wasn't until maybe uh, at the age of like 21 like uh, two or three years later that a friend lent me either or again yeah. and I listened through it was just like wow yeah this is brilliant even without Miss Misery this is a pretty even without Miss Misery I was like you know it's the first song, uh, Speed Trials, just so like, you know, it's, it's minimalist, but just so brilliantly composed. Um, and from then onwards, he had you. Yeah, so, uh, like, uh, you know, Between the Bars, Angelus. Uh, I really love Punch and Judy. It's just some amazing songs on that album. Um, and then, like, fortunately, uh, you know, although we still didn't have Spotify, we had FOP which meant that his CDs were available for a fiver instead of a tenner. Okay, So progress. Yeah, it was something. <laughs> so I remember just going into FOP, seeing his albums for a fiver, 
Uh, I think I bought one at that point. I can't remember which one it was, but when I listened to it, I was like, right, I'm going back and buying the re- all of the rest. <laughs> wow. Okay, and so Rob, what about you? What's your history with Elliot Smith? Um, well, I probably got into Elliot Smith for about 15 or 16, um, and my sister for Christmas, I suppose it was, bought me a uh, Rough Trade compilation CD. They used to, the Rough Trade, as in Rough Trade stores, used to do a... Um, like a compilation of singer-songwriters uh, that weren't necessarily signed to their label, but they were just singer-songwriters they rated. One of the artists on there was Elliot Smith. Uh, the track was Needle in the Hay. And I don't think it really struck me straight away. Like, I think there were maybe other songs on that album that kind of caught my attention more. But it was, you know, it was in a, it's in the time when you might be like, playing on your PlayStation and you put a CD on yeah. and you'd let it play the whole way through and you didn't have a remote control so you couldn't skip the track so you kind of were forced to listen to every track <laughs> and as I sort of played more PlayStation um, and as I heard more of Elliot Smith I was like wow this, this song is seriously good and through there I got into more of his stuff uh, some friends of mine at school happened to be into him as well so they lent me some CDs and um, yeah and that's when it started and you know like 13, 14, however many years later, I'm as big a fan as I was back then. Um, well, so much so that now you started a podcast about it. Yeah, exactly. Two years ago, I decided that I would take it to another level um, <laughs> and start a podcast where we speak to fans of Elliot Smith about what their favourite song of his is. It's called My Favourite Elliot Smith Song, imaginatively. Um, <laughs> and yeah, and that's how kind of I'm here today and how I, how I know Dan. Um, and just very excited to bring maybe as many as 200 Elliot Smith fans together in London tonight. To celebrate the man. To celebrate the man on what would have been his 50th birthday. Yeah. So how did you two actually like literally cross paths? Was it the end? Did you come across the podcast and is that what brought you together? Yeah, even, uh, you know, probably 14, 15 years after first getting into Elliot Smith, I, I probably just Google him at least once a week just to see what the news is yeah. whether any new songs <laughs> appeared um, and that's how I came across I think I think it was on SoundCloud initially I came across it like straight away and the first episode was with Louis Theroux and I was like whoa this is cool that is pretty cool um, like Louis Theroux talking about his favourite Elliot Smith so I was like yeah that's up my street um, <laughs> So, yeah, and I just loved the idea of, like, hearing people talk about Elliot Smith. Um, I think I'd, I'd, I'd somewhat somewhat cut down listening to Elliot Smith. And I say cut down because it was a bit of an addiction for me. <laughs> there was a, a time, probably for a few years, where I was listening to 95% Elliot Smith and, and, and 5% other things. I'm not dealing with run-of-the-mill fans here, am I? <laughs> yeah. I'm dealing with, like, the hardcore... Elliot Smith doesn't, seem, doesn't tend to have too many, like, fans who are... Just casual. Yeah. People, You're all people in. tend to not know him, or they tend to, like, adore his music. And, yeah. Wow. And... and so how long ago was it that you first came across the podcast? And was it near the start of the yeah, podcast? Yeah, so it would have been right at the start. And I would reckon that was just over a year and a half ago. Yeah, probably like December 2017, I reckon, around right. that time. And, and when did talk about this event come into the picture? So I'd, I'd messaged you, Rob, uh, a couple of times before just to say how much I liked the podcast. And there was one particular time... We featured time, you in an episode as well. Yeah, there was one particular time where I, I messaged... Uh, I, I messaged you and you sort of asked me what my favourite Elliot Smith song was 
which I thought was really cool. Like I'd like to spare me the time to give my opinion. <laughs> and I ended up saying, you know, one day I'd like to. I, I think I put it as one day I'd like to be as famous, famous enough to go on your podcast. Oh, and, uh, <laughs> well, if you started with Louis Fumu, that's a better point to make. But then the next episode came out, and at the end of the episode, it was with Amanda Palmer, who was in a band called the Dresden Dolls. At the end of the episode, Rob said, oh, thanks to everyone who listens, special thanks to Dan Caleb, who, who said he'd like to be as famous, uh, famous enough to be on the podcast. And I was like, oh, oh Rob, yeah. nice move. <laughs> yeah. He was the only listener at that point. <laughs> How did you get Amanda Palmer, well, Amanda Palmer and Louis Theroux to be on your podcast? Well, I think it's what Dan said about, like, you don't just, you don't have part-time Elliot Smith fans. Like, you're in or you're out. And Louis Theroux and Amanda Palmer, like Dan is, like I am, they're very much in. So these are people that you just ask and you say... Uh, can you talk about your favourite Elliot Smith song? Louis Theroux actually met Elliot Smith um, back in 2000. And so they're such big fans that you ask them to do it and they're like, yeah, yeah definitely, I'll make time to do that. So um, when you first came up with the idea of the podcast, did you kind of cast the net far and wide to see who'd like to come and talk about it? When I had, to be honest, when I had the idea for the podcast, Louis Theroux was very much front and centre of my mind. I was like, I'd seen the article where Louis Theroux meets Elliot Smith and I think there's definitely a big cross-section, or I don't know what the right word is, maybe it's a Venn diagram. Yeah. Louis Theroux fans, Elliot Smith fans, like that middle bit is pretty yeah. big. Like, <laughs> I, can I, reckon, I reckon most Elliot Smith fans, particularly here in the UK, most Elliot Smith fans are big Louis Theroux fans. I would, I would hazard a guess. Maybe yeah. we can do a survey later tonight. <laughs> but, um, so, Show of hands. Yeah, yeah. I mean, as, yeah, I mean, obviously I'm a huge Louis Theroux fan. So, I thought, I want to do this podcast. He is absolutely the person that I want to start, start it with to be the first episode. So I asked him and it was within about a day that he, um, he replied. And I mean, I, the last time I spoke to him was a few days ago when we had an article that came out in Enemy about this show and it featured um, some quotes from Louis Theroux from his interview. And so I sent it to, to Louis and I said, like, here's, uh, here's the article we're doing this show, it's for charity, like, we'd really, really appreciate it if you would, could, like, retweet it or share it. And then two days later, he just replied with the, like, rock emoji and a thumbs up. And then I went on his Twitter and I saw that he had tweeted it. And so, I mean, yeah, as I said, I said to you at the beginning of this question, like, People who are Elliot Smith fans are, yeah. are Elliot Smith fans and they're just really into it. And Louis Theroux is one of those people, Amanda Palmer is one of those people and, and everyone else that we've spoken to on the, on the show is, is, as well. Is it 2017 is it when you started? Or 2017? Yeah, so we started at the end of 2017, so it's kind of coming up for two years, just over two and a half years. Like a monthly? Just thing? over one and a half years. Um, two, uh, fortnightly. Fortnightly. So do you, how many guests in the future are you planning to talk about Elliot Smith? Uh, like, have you filled your calendar with Elliot Smith fans to just so we, we've started doing them in series um, and we are kind of midway through the second series so there'll probably be about eight more people in this series so that'd be like 16 weeks and then a break and then next and then a break yeah exactly yeah because it takes a it takes a bit of time to kind of yeah. line everyone up and it takes a bit of time to work out 
who out there is Elliot Smith fans because <laughs> we've done a lot of the obvious ones we've asked yeah. now. Um, Has there been much overlap in what the favourite song is? Like, is there one particular song that gets brought up again and again? <laughs> well, uh, this is where kind of a bit of podcast magic comes in. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> We're going behind the scenes, folks. Uh, I don't know if I could, we should reveal this. Um, I'll reveal it. No, no, it's cool. Fair enough. So, uh, have to so check out the podcast. So, what I do is we'll ask someone and we'll say we've got to a point now where we've covered quite a few songs as you can imagine um, but there are so many great Elliot Smith songs it's one of the one of the fantastic things about his work but you know if someone wants to do a song that someone else has already picked we say very politely like no. you know we're trying to cover as much of his catalogue as possible yeah. the aim is that we you know we, we do as many songs as possible would you mind picking another song and, and you can say yeah. I would have picked this one but I could you know because yeah. people want to hear we, we want to cover more songs people want to hear more songs and so we do try and encourage people to do others and generally they're, they're very happy with that I remember uh, Mary Lou Lord saying she wanted to pick um, folk song in C uh, but Phoebe Bridges who you might know, the singer, I, know yeah, so she, she, I think it was her who picked yeah. uh, folk song in C but I was so happy about that because Mary Lou Lord Elliot Smith wrote a song about Mary Lou Lord well people presume it's about her she thinks it's about her as well so I was so happy to hear about that song like I can't believe she wouldn't have spoken about that song it's called <laughs> I Figured You Out and he ended up not really releasing it he ended up on a kind of uh, either or extended uh, version of the album either or yeah he didn't like the song mm. he wrote the song while he was writing with Mary Lou Lord and uh, Mary Lou Lord said that like they went away for two hours separately she'd written nothing she spoke to Elliot he'd written this entire song and she was like wow that's incredible and he played it and she was like it's an incredible song um, what are you going to do with it and he was like nah it's, I don't think it's very good it sounds like the Eagles <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty damning about the Eagles yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but, <laughs> but and so then he then after a bit of persuading a bit of chatting he ended up giving it to her um, and she recorded it and released it and yeah and as Dan said it kind of emerged as as his song a bit later on, on an extended version of, of one of his albums but uh, it just shows I mean how good he is that he in a couple of hours just churned out this incredible song and was like nah I'm not and it's <laughs> a really like it I don't really know why he dismissed it I, I, and I, I I think one of the things I love about the podcast is is learning like new things you know I, you know I'm one of those people who I, I really have done my homework on Elliot Smith so for something I know new to a come lot to about him, but but for me that that song was always strange um, because it starts with the lyric I've se- I've seen you watch her every time she crosses the floor, and now every and he's t- he's talking about jealousy basically, and the lyric struck me as odd because Elliot had written it, but he said I've seen you uh, watch her. So and he he wasn't a gay man. So I, I I often wondered whether he'd changed the lyric after he gave it to Mary Lou Lord. But when you hear Mary Lou Lord talking about the song in the podcast, she actually says that this she thinks the song is about her being at that time she was more famous than he was. That was fascinating for me to learn, and that he'd actually written about about um, sort of like magazines, uh, you know, and. and people who had come to her gigs where he was her support act and that he was saying you know you've come to watch her and like effectively I can't get I, I can't seem to get in with you yeah um, wow. in a kind of you know he, he was he wasn't like a, a sort of uh, 
angry. Um, he, he didn't strike me as someone who was. It, it would have just upset him, but he was very humble as well. So I don't think he was saying it in a sort of angry way. Yeah. He was just being honest, which is something he, he usually was in a summary. So to bring it back to tonight, it's in honor of Elliot Smith. But what actually is happening tonight? What do we have in store? Yeah, well, we've. Um, I, I uh, messaged Rob uh, with, for the second season of the podcast. Rob put up a post saying that we'll be accepting listener submissions. So send us a voice recording of your favorite Elliot Smith song mm -hmm. and we'll put it on the, we'll tack it on to the end of each episode, we'll tack one on. Um, so I, I was delighted with that. I mean, I'd already said to him that I wanted to be on the podcast. <laughs> someday, someday. I was like, well, this is my chance. So I recorded my skit, um, which uh, hasn't been, I'm just gonna put my, Alarm on snooze. Rob, take over. Take yeah. Over. So Dan had, uh, we put this thing out on, on to say people could submit their own uh, choices um, to be featured on the podcast, their own favourite Elliot Smith songs. Uh, Dan submitted his, which we haven't done yet, but Dan, I promise it will. <laughs> Someday <laughs> it will be, be it will be coming out. Yeah. Um, Dan submitted his, and uh, when he did it, he said, like, Elliot Smith's 50th birthday is coming up in August. This is probably like, April time this year mm -hmm. um, and he was thinking about doing a tribute show to, to Mark Elliot Smith's 50th birthday and it's just sort of you know one of those things that arrives at perfectly the right time yeah. because it was at a stage in the podcast that we had kind of established a format that was doing okay and then it was sort of that was running and ticking over nicely and you kind of thinking about what's the next thing and then we were really keen or I was really keen in sort of in my head to do a gig, but I have never done that before. I don't really know any musicians around the local area in London beyond those who we've had on the podcast. Um, and Dan was like, do you want to do this show? And it just arrived at the perfect time because Dan is a very talented artist who knows lots of people in the, in the local area. He knows, he's got a good understanding of the venues that we could, that we could use. And he said, you know, that he, um, wanted to do this would we want to help out with it partner with him on it and then I thought well yeah that's great because then we can speak to people who've been on the podcast and we can bring some of those artists to play alongside the people that Dan knows we can use our podcast as a platform to promote it and get more people down so I thought it kind of in my head just seemed to make so much sense that Dan has stuff that we don't have and then we've got some things through the podcast and through the people on it that Dan may not have been able to have without it. So it kind of just seemed like it was a perfect balance between um, what we could both bring to the table. Yeah. So Dan, are you the person responsible for performers that are going to be playing tonight? Um, yeah, so I, I messaged uh, quite a few people who I thought would bring something special to the table. Uh, but Rob also has a couple of the guests from his podcast playing as well, which is like obviously a real coup for the night. Uh, so we've got Max Bloom, who was in a band called Yuck. He was one of the guests on the podcast. And another guy called Benjamin Langford Biss, who um, is in a, uh, a band called As It Is, who uh, I hadn't heard of them, but they seem to be really big at the moment. And he actually messaged Rob Rob told me about this he messaged Rob sort of out of the blue to say I'd really love to be on the podcast because he's a huge Elliot Smith fan um, 
and so uh, the, uh, the other performers are people that I know from from the scene that I've bonded over with you know about Elliot Smith and who I know are really great musicians um, mm. and uh, yeah so I, I think it, I think it's going to be a really awesome night and everyone's doing a cover of Elliot Smith's songs is that what yeah, yeah, yeah we did wonder about whether we should whether we'd encourage an artist to do their own stuff as well mm-hmm. but I felt like I didn't really want to open that that door really um, and I, I could because I think uh, artists can get a bit uh, self-indulgent and I know that everyone in the room will be expecting a lot of Elliot Smith songs so it's, yeah. it, I, I, I personally felt it best to just keep it as just only Elliot Smith songs he, he's got enough songs yeah, it sounds like we, it. Know what, <laughs> we know what songs are going to be played tonight because we didn't want too much repetition so we yeah. got all the us. And there are so many songs missing on that list, man. <laughs> there are about 30-odd songs being played across the night, but I could have picked another 100. <laughs> and there's a charity element to this night as well, is that right? Yeah, sure. Um, we're raising money for a charity called Help Musicians UK. Um, so for people listening to this who don't know, Elliot Smith sadly died in 2003. Um, Throughout his life, he suffered from mental health issues. Um, he suffered from addiction at certain points of his life. Um, and so we wanted to pick a charity that was UK-based because, you know, it's a London show. We've got lots of London musicians here. But also one that helps musicians and it helps people that have mental health um, issues. And so Help Musicians UK seems to, to fit the bill. Sounds good. So thank you both, first of all, for putting on this night. Thank you both for talking to me. We've had a little bit of noise in the background as the night is getting set up, so I'll let you get back to that. If I could just ask as we leave, where can people find you online? So Dan. So I'm, I mainly post on Facebook and uh, Instagram when it comes to, like, you know, posting about gigs and things. Um, so I'm at Dan Caleb Music on both of those. I've got a Twitter account. Which I'm trying to grow, but my word, it's, it's not easy. And trying to keep all these elements together is always a yeah. bit difficult. Uh, that's at Dan Music as well. So and I've Instagram got, um, mm-hmm. yeah, I've got. Um, so my latest single is came out a couple of weeks ago, and that's on Spotify along with a couple of other singles. And I released a music video recently, which dare I say I think it's pretty cool. So <laughs> by all means, check that out. Um, yeah. <laughs> and I saw on the da- is it Dan Caleb on Spotify or Dan Caleb? Yeah, just Dan, Dan Caleb, Caleb on Spotify. Yeah, so and the music video is for Don't Look Down, which is a kind of more upbeat song, a rare upbeat song. <laughs> well, congratulations on that new release. Thanks and so Rob, right. where can people find you online? Uh, you can find our podcast on all of the normal podcast places: Spotify, Apple, Google Podcasts. It's called my favorite Elliot. It's called my favorite Elliot Smith song. And then we're also on. Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at my favorite system. Okay, thank you both again for your time, and here's to a great success tonight. Thank you. Thanks a lot, man. And that was that. Thank you very much to Dan, Caleb, and Rob Comber for talking to me yesterday. Right, let's get into it. There's a lot to unpack with this episode. So first of all, the event was celebrating the life of Elliot Smith. Elliot Smith, as you can clearly hear in this episode, is a formidable artist. He's the type of artist that has made a sincere and significant mark on his fans to the point where, yeah, it's it's a bit all or nothing when it comes to being a fan of Elliot Smith. I am only truly familiar with one Elliot Smith song. Well, this was before last night's show, and that song is Roman Candle, which, upon looking it up, 
I realised is the first song on his first album. And I honestly think what happened is that I... In the days of university, when you could, everyone was just downloading everything they could, you would find any artist and just search to download their whole discography. I think I did that with Elliot Smith. I think I listened to the first song and thought, yep, that'll do me, that, that's good enough. Just the one song is all I need. But I really do love that song, Roman Candle. No one played Roman Candle last night, but there were a lot of other fantastic songs of his that were played. He is a... Well, I don't need to tell you how good of a musician he is. They've got two of his biggest fans who just spent almost half an hour telling you how amazing he is. As well as that, I was not that familiar with Rob Comber's podcast, My Favourite Elliot Smith Song. I overheard them talking about the preparing... They were preparing what they would say in between artists and, you know, the little jokes they would tell here and there. And Rob made was preparing a joke where he'd said, at the start of the night, he was going to say, hello, thank you all for coming. It's great to see the entire listenership of my podcast in one room. And then he'd say, I'm just kidding. My parents aren't here and they are the entire listenership of my podcast. And as someone who's mentioned his dad many a time on this podcast, I can thoroughly sympathize with feeling like your parents are the only ones who listen. He had Louis Theroux on his first episode of his podcast. Listeners, I can't stress enough how intimidated I felt and pretty much starstruck I felt talking to Rob when he said that. Now, he's a great guy. They're both fantastic people. It was a fun conversation. And it was very much the insecurities in my mind playing out. But yeah, I, it took a minute for me to refocus when I found that out. Because wow! And Amanda Palmer as well. I've listened to quite a few of his episodes now. They're, it's a fantastic podcast. Each episode is maybe about 15 minutes long maximum. And it, each person that he speaks to gets into that particular song and their history with Elliot Smith. He's had Lindsay from Snail Mail. He's had Phoebe Bridges. And he's had some people that I speak to on the next episode of this podcast. But it's a fantastic premise. I was kicking myself that I didn't think of it. I was thinking, I should have done Radiohead or something. But, yeah, I was a little intimidated. So much so that the nature of my podcast interviews is just me with my phone talking to people. And I couldn't help but wonder, I bet Rob's thinking, you call this a podcast, just you and your phone? Bah! I've had Louis Theroux in my podcast. I've got a whole studio and everything. What do you call this? He wasn't thinking that, but I was being very irrational in my mind. But I hope I managed to maintain a poker face enough to keep the conversation going and it was a great chat uh, at some point you hear Dan go to switch off his alarm because as I mentioned they were setting up the night we had essentially about 20 minutes allotted for this chat but we were getting into it so the alarm came and went and Dan was kind enough to grant us a little extra time to keep talking so thank you very much for that and yeah you heard some bands some people in the background coming in and out bands were coming because they wanted to set up I wasn't planning to stay for the whole event at the start. I was planning to come early, interview Dan and Rob, and then head back to Caffrey Studios because I I don't know if I've mentioned this before, but I have a show coming up on Tuesday the 20th of August, and I have only just put up a Facebook event. I'm still trying to get a website together. Oh, what a headache. But I've got a lot of work to do to try and put that out there. But while I was there watching them set up, again, well, Sorry, folks, this might be a bit of an hour-long, hour-and-a-half-long podcast because there was a lot I learned from last night. It was a fantastic night. I got there while Dan and Rob were moving around the furniture and sorting out how the room would be arranged. Apologies for the tapping you're hearing because there is a name I wrote down that I want to mention. And that name, which I will find 
I hope I find is Barham. Now, I've been to the Finsbury for the podcast before. My first ever open mic that I did in London was at the Finsbury. It was an open mic hosted by Viz the Spoon, who's someone else I absolutely have to get on the podcast at some point. So I arrived and Dan and Rob were trying to arrange and organise how the room would look with someone from the venue. That someone is Baram. Now, I helped Baram lift some... I I basically started to muck in and help with setting up the night because I was there and while I was waiting to talk to them, I... It's a habit of mine. I am at my happiest when I can serve a greater purpose. And I could see I could be of use while I was there rather than just sit in the corner. So I was helping Baram move some tables outside that weren't going to be needed. I got talking to Baram. I said, how long have you been with the Finsbury? He said, 12 years. I said, I played my first open mic here back when the stage was on the other side of the room. When you walk into the Finsbury, it's a pub. And towards the back of the place, there is a live music space with a stage and these glass doors you walk through which I guess are very soundproof so you can have live music and a pub in the same space without either interrupting the other. When I did my open mic there about seven years ago now the stage was on the other side of the room. I said this to Baram and he said yeah I built that stage. I said what? And he said yeah yeah I built it. I I think I'm paraphrasing but I think the story he said was that there used to be a pool table back there. There were these three folks who would often play. They were regulars. Baram said to them, if I built a stage, would you play music here? They said, sure. So that's exactly what he did. He is the person responsible for music being introduced to this venue. And I was completely bowled over by that because that's the exact type of person I want to talk to on this podcast. So I approached him with that idea. He said, talk to Chris, their main promoter. Chris would talk to him. There's a chain of command to go through. So that's very much my intention. So I started out helping to move tables, etc., and just generally be of use in some way while I was there. And then I saw the bands or the artists start to sound check, and the full lineup from that show was Cymbal Soup, Ben Fox Smith, Tilly Dent, Georgia Maria, Henry Wright, members of the band Sleuth, Pilgrim's Dream, Max Bloom from the band Yuck, Pete McDonnell. Benjamin Langford Biss from the band As It Is, Dan Caleb, Aaron King and Rebecca, and Mark Licciardi. Some of them did one song, some did two, some did four. They all played covers of Elliot Smith songs. I saw Cymbal Soup, who were the only group to be a full band, bass, drum and guitar. They only played one song for the night, but they were so good in their soundcheck that I thought, you know what, I'm going to stay. So I further postponed working on my website and Facebook event work etc although I have now put up a Facebook event so do please say you're coming etc because right now it's very sad and quiet on there facebook.com forward slash saddest night out but I thought I can work on the website another time let me stay for this event so I stayed I got stamped with the EXO's custom made stamp they had for the night and The night was in support of the Charity Help Musicians UK, as you heard Dan and Rob mention earlier. They had a raffle for the night, and I ended up manning the raffle, so I spent the night selling tickets while enjoying the music and having the best introduction to Elliot Smith that anyone could ask for. And during the night, Dan and Rob were saying, are you okay, Roy? Do you want us to take over, etc.? And I said, no, no, I'm fine. I'll stay here. You folks, you enjoy your night. You work the room. You talk to the people, etc. Don't worry about me. I'm just fine here. And I really was. I was so happy to be a part of the night and to help them achieve what it was they were doing. I was just a small part. But 
I could really appreciate the effort they were going to and the love in that room. The room was packed. There is so much love for Elliot Smith. And I'm really glad I stayed. There was nowhere else I would rather be. It was also quite fun. I was right near the entrance to the live space. And there were a fair few people who walked in that I recognised or that recognised me. So it was, oh, you're here. Oh, right. And they all looked quite surprised. Like, oh, boy. <laughs> Fancy seeing you here. In fact, one of the first people I saw was Gary, who is also known as Its Own Animal, who I played with on my first live music night back in June. He was there early, in fact. And it was great to see him as well. I might be bumping into him on Thursday at the open mic as well. But overall, I'm really glad I stayed. The other episode that I'm going to put up today is me talking to some of the performers from that show. So I I speak to the members of Symbol Soup, Ben Fox-Smith, Georgia Maria, Pilgrim's Dream, and Max Bloom of Yuck. Also, special shout-out... I'm going to do a little bit of Googling here. Please bear with me because I am awful with names. And one of the best things about having a podcast where you talk to a bunch of people and ask them to introduce themselves at the start is that you have a literal reference guide for who you have met in the past and when you met them. So Max Bloom was one of the people that performed at this show last night. With him was the singer from the band Heavy Heart, who avid listeners of the podcast will remember I spoke to at Lion Coffee Records after thinking I was going to see them play at The Old Blue Last and then finding out it wasn't them, it was a French band that had the same name as them. But the singer, Anna Vincent from Heavy Heart, was at last night's show. She came with Max Bloom from Yuck. And I was at the, the raffle stand. I saw her come in with Max and I thought, she looks kind of familiar. I think that, but I didn't want to approach or interrupt. I had a job to do. I had tickets to sell. Which, by the way, uh, I think one of the parents, I want to say Dan Caleb's mum, won one of the prizes. And then she bought five tickets her number got called again for a second prize, but then it got we, we picked another ticket to give to someone else. But I had some looks thrown my way that, Roy, what have you done with the tickets? Is there something going on here? But the the raffle was all above board. <laughs> there was no funny business. It was not the great raffle scandal of 2019. But anyway, I digress. I was manning the raffle table, so I couldn't quite approach Anna, but I was sure I recognised her. I did get to talk to her later. And I said, heavy heart, right? She said, yeah. And, you know, it was like, oh, yeah, I knew it was you. And we talked a bit. She talked about how Max introduced her to... Well, maybe not introduced her, but it's a big part of the reason she has a real keen fondness for Elliot Smith now. And to kind of paraphrase our conversation, we got to talking about how Elliot Smith tends to speak to the weird kid, quote-unquote. It's someone who tends to feel a bit alienated. That is who ends up oftentimes, not always, but often gets drawn to Elliot Smith and ultimately by the end of my quick chat with Anna not for the podcast just talking because you know not everything needs to be on the podcast we we essentially landed on the sentiment of here's to the weird kids there will always be weird kids and there will always be music that they hold that much closer because it speaks to them and their situation so yeah it was great to see Anna it was great to see everyone who came to the night I'm really glad I stayed I can't be grateful enough to Dan and Rob and also Elizabeth, who helps to produce the podcast, My Favourite Elliot Smith Song. 
yeah, it was an illuminating night, both learning about the music of Elliot Smith, learning about a real, quote-unquote, real podcast, learning about putting on a bigger show like this. A lot of artists played, so there was a lot of one person finishes and comes off, next person comes on, and having to MC in between, and it was all fantastically done. And Dan Caleb in particular, his performance was spellbinding. He is an amazing musician. I can't recommend you check him out enough. I could ramble on here for another half an hour, but I think that's enough for me for now. The next episode I post will be my conversations with some of the artists from this show. Cymbal Soup, Ben Fox Smith, Georgia Maria, Pilgrim's Dream and Max Bloom of Yuck. Once again, I have a show coming up Tuesday the 20th of August at Road Trip and the Workshop on Old Street. I hope you've enjoyed this this episode. Feel free to let me know what you think. I'm on most social media as saddest night out, all as one word. Or you can email me saddestnightout at gmail.com. Thank you for the millionth time to Dan and Rob. Thank you all for listening. Thank you to Elliot Smith. And I will catch you all on the next one. Take care. And now I'm going to fiddle with my phone so that I can press stop. <laughs>